Welcome everyone to the ENS Football Podcast is episode 15. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here with Sports Journalist of the Year, Mr. Timothy Spears, without champagne bottle. Why are you bringing that up again? Well, I'm just saying, we've, we, you know. Okay, yeah, thanks. Hello. It's a big accolade for you. Mm. It's a big achievement. Tweet him at Tim underscore Spears underscore star. And I'm delighted to welcome another special guest to the show, our second of the week, the Express and Star editor himself, Mr. Keith Harrison. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. K Harrison underscore star as well. While we're talking Twitter handles, there we are. There we go. No pressure whatsoever following on from Steve Bull, uh, a living legend. Bully, absolutely. Great bloke. Uh, so anyone who doesn't know Keith, a lifelong Preston North End fan. So you can kind of understand why we've got him in this week. Uh, Paul Lambert's first game in charge. Big uh, game, big game. Huge game. So before we all go into the game... Well, and... big game for Wolves, I suppose. Big game for Wolves. Standard for us. Standard. You're not that excited? Well, look, we've played some big teams recently, you know, proper big teams. We've had... <laughs> Barnsley. Newcastle, you know, which we should have won. Villa, proper big team. Probably the biggest team in the West Midlands. Am I allowed to say this or is this going to damage sales of the Express? Keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I can say, I should now I'm suddenly regretting handing out my Twitter handle, but there we are. Um, yeah, but no, we've had some big games recently. Big games, big atmosphere, big crowd. So it's up to Wolves to, to match it, really. We okay. predicted, I think we were in your office uh, a month ago and you you rattled off the list of people, a manager who got the sack after yes. after uh, defeat at, at Preston, and we thought that Zenga might have been one of them, but uh, they beat you to it. Well, let's see how Lambert gets Yeah, I was going to say, probably <laughs> Lambert the way the Wolves are these days. Um, so, yeah, just, just, Keith, basically from your point of view as editor this summer, just a, a crazy summer, surely, from Villa, new owners, and the takeover, Walsall, new manager, Albion, new owners, the circus that is Wolves. I mean, have you ever known anything like it in such a sports, short space of time? No, and I think, I think with Wolves, it was important that they got some new owners in there because really we've seen the signs and having observed Wolves as, and all our teams as a neutral for, for quite some time. We saw Wolves heading into that cycle of, of, of apathy almost because Steve Morgan, it became clear mm. that he wasn't going to put huge investment back into the club. The, the fans, I think, were getting to the end of their tether with Kenny over some of the nil-nil. I went to a couple of those nil-nils mm. and three or four in the trot, I think, didn't Oh, they, they were trying to and try do a video afterwards. Dire. And I think, you know, I couldn't understand his tactics anymore. And I think he's, he's starting to lose the fans to, to pretty much a, a large degree. So when the Chinese takeover came, fantastic news for the club, for the supporters and for the city. Mm. So I think it, it, it was, uh, you know, it gave us a, a real uh, a bit of spice in the summer. Uh, the the Albion one was much more under the radar, wasn't it? That, Very that much wasn't so. sort of as as played out in public as the the Wolves one was, and just seemed to sort of slip in a lot more quietly there. Um, uh, Villa, well, you know, with the best will in the world towards Villa, you know, you could see Di Matteo wasn't really going to be the bloke to to take them forward. Mm. And I think it was a strange appointment uh, because Bruce was still available in the summer, wasn't he? So if they're mm. going to go for, for for Bruce, go for Bruce. Mm. And it just seemed to me that they. The owners there, again, it's Dr. Jar, isn't it? Dr. Jar, Dr. yeah. Jar. yeah. Uh, the owners there wanted a bigger name than Steve Bruce, wanted somebody who'd won the Champions League, had more of a, an international profile, possibly. And uh, But, you know, when Villa, say Preston, we played Villa uh, a few weeks ago, and again, the last game before they sacked Di Matteo, they were shocking. They were a disgrace Gone. to the shirt. Just a disgrace right. to the shirt. You know, you look at the ability they had in that team... And the effort they were putting in was pitiful. Mm. And there's a lesson for Wolves here that, you know, uh, well, we'll come on to this later on, but if you don't sort of come to deep down, roll your sleeves up and be prepared to get stuck in, and I see this is what Lambert is saying today in the Express and Star. Nice um, plug, plug by thanks today. Thanks for the by the paper. Good interview, Tim. Excellent. It's, I won't give too much away, but it's in there. Um, uh, you know, he's, he's saying quite rightly that, mm. you know, you have to roll up, you roll your sleeves up and get stuck in and... and Villa were a, were a disgrace that day, so mm. you could see that you know that, that wasn't really going to be a good fit. Do you know you mentioned Albion there? I'm really interested to see what they do in January because it did go under the radar, and I think fans were underwhelmed. And Matt Wilson will say the same. Not not a huge amounts changed. Mm. So what are they going to do in January? Are they going to spend a lot of money? Are they just going to you know mind the till like Jeremy Peace was doing? It's it's we, we don't really know, do we? Where you know Foson and. And Tony Jarre, they've made their intentions quite clear, whereas Albion, not so much. Mm. I mean, Peace was always just just a business thing, wasn't it? Keep them in the Premier League and at some point, mm -hmm. you know, hold out for a deal. And we're told, and I'm sure this is the case, and that's Tottenham Hotspur, that he is a tough negotiator. Mm. Um, however, uh, you know, what their ambitions are now remains to be seen. And, and you know, 
you do worry that, that some of these investors, and I'm not saying this particularly about Albion or, or, or Wolves, only in the West Midlands, that we've seen it in the past elsewhere, Birmingham City, for example, where like, foreign investors come in with all this talk of big promises. You know, and not that long ago, Man City were in trouble, weren't they, with, yeah, uh, with their chat? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, you know, talk is cheap, but mm. getting into the Premier League is expensive and staying there is expensive and actually winning it. You know, people talk about Leicester, but still, Leicester did spend quite a bit of money that year, if you look at it in the scheme mm -hmm. of things. Um, certainly on a, on a European level, Leicester were, were you know, up in the top 20, 30 biggest spending teams in the, in mm. the, in the continent. So, you know, it, it depends to be seen, but I mean, Albion have the makings to do a Leicester, and I think Leicester have, you know, offered hope there to teams like Albion, mm. like Wolves, mm. that it can be done. Mm. Do you feel some Albion fans maybe, you know, they want more and more and more, and whether they should be maybe happy with, with, with just mid-table or just underneath mid-table? Because, I mean, like you say, the, the money that's in the Premier League at the moment, it is crazy, isn't it? Well, I mean, the parallel is in the Championship, isn't it? And uh, I, I've been giving Tim this line all season that, you know, in terms of Preston, if we finish fourth off bottom, mm. we, we'll be doing cartwheels. Yeah. You know, we, we our team, and we'll come on to this uh, in a bit, but our team doesn't cost a fortune, it costs you a few hundred thousand pounds. So it all depends what the expectation of the fans are. It's because... I suppose if Wolves finished fourth off bottom, there'd be riots in the streets. Mm. So it's it's all about expectation, really, and uh, and that that mood of the fans when results do start sort of turning against. I think Albion potentially could do more. Whether they will, I, I strongly doubt, because as in the Championship, where you've got your Newcastle and Villa and Wolves to a degree spending tens of millions on players. And the Premier League, where they're up to now going to be spending, God knows how soon before we get the first £100 million mm -hmm. player, probably next summer. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Albion can't compete with that, mm -hmm. can they? You speak to a lot of local businesses in the areas, all this Chinese ownership. Are you concerned? Not at all, no. I think if um, in Wolverhampton and the black mm -hmm. country, any investment is good investment. Mm -hmm. And I think Steve Morgan, to his great credit, uh, invested quite a lot in the youth zone and the way. Um, all right, he, he sort of um, he was pretty sharp businessman, Steve Morgan, in terms of some of the deals he did. Uh, he wasn't sort of uh, entirely um, um, uh, doing it just for the good of the city. He was doing it for the good of his businesses as well, I would imagine. But that's what he is—he's a businessman. But I think in Wolverhampton and the Black Country, any investment is good investment. Um, I was out in China earlier this year. And the speed that they get things done over there mm. is, is frightening. Um, funny enough, the story today about the the giant sinkhole. This will work well oh, on the yeah. podcast. Um, there, was a, there was a giant <laughs> sinkhole that opened up. Uh, was that last, in the last episode? Was last it? week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, two what two weeks later, it's been repaired as if it never happened. And yeah. They get things done quickly. So you know, I think the, the Far Eastern investors potentially a very good thing. And you've had Jeff Shee. Here at Express and Star Towers, yes. a nice little lunch with Dan Rimple. You, you weren't distraught to miss that at all, were you? No, I was, you, you, you weren't <laughs> sulking for days on end about this, missing please, that. Please, please, please. <laughs> I was, I was, I was away. But if I got the call, then maybe I might have come back because I've never, you know, experienced one of these beautiful dinners cooked by these lovely ladies. No, it was a good dinner. Oh, beautiful, Very nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Cottage pie. Yeah. Was it cottage pie? Uh, it was like ste steak, steak, like steak pie. pie. Oh, yeah, cheers, cheers. cheers. Dessert, dessert, guys? Or dessert oh, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. yeah. Three courses, the coffee, silver service, glass of wine. The pie had potatoes on top, so I'm not sure if it still class itself as a pie. <sighs> Like they're sliced, but anyway, it's very nice. So while very you nice. were doing that, I was hiding away at Wigan Marks and Spencers from the from the oh, public yeah, right, city yeah. centre, which uh, yeah. Well, no, it was good. We, we enjoyed having him in. And was it? Was, I mean, did he come across well? I mean, obviously he's quite a softly spoken guy, but did you did you feel that you know you felt you left and you were quite happy with with what was going on? Absolutely, and I think he was very welcome into to the Express and Star. He, he brought an entourage almost with him, and they were fascinated by the history mm. uh, of the place. And I think the. The new owners at the uh, uh, at the Wolves are very keen. I detect anyway, and from talking to to Jeff Shee on that day, they're very keen to to be part of the city in the same way that, that Steve Morgan was. Mm -hmm. That they recognise that the clubs can't sit out with the city. They've mm -hmm. got to bring it with them. They've got to uh, be part of the community. And Jeff was uh, was was very keen to learn as much as he could. Very friendly, but thoroughly professional. I'm sure he'll do mm -hmm. a great job. Tim, how, how do you, how, you know, you've spoken to Jeff Shee a couple of times now, what, are you, what do you make of it all? I mean, <laughs> I just want things to kind of settle down now. It, it, was, it was a crazy... You want a break, don't you? You want a break. It was a crazy few months. You want to do I a mean, nine to five? They, yeah, well, there is that, yeah. <laughs> yeah if he could, if he could, please, <coughs> one day. They, um, they, rushed, they rushed into a lot of things, appointing Zenga, signing all these players, 
um, bringing in a team general manager you know, who's now been discarded, Andrea Booty. So they're rushed into a lot of decisions. I think they were given a lot of bad advice. Um, you know, you just who was giving that advice? Well, you, you, well, I think George Mendes was involved in a lot of this. Yeah, Certainly, the yeah. players they brought in. But you just wanted someone to say, "Look, stop! Mm. You've signed ten players. You don't need Ola John on loan. You know, he's not going to play." Yeah, <laughs> they've signed players that, that that haven't played. You don't need Paul and, Gladden. And, and, and Lambert's come in this week and said, "Look, th- this is bonkers. You know, how, how has this happened?" So he'll be getting rid of a few in January. Mm. But it's, it's easy said than done. You know, they've got yeah. they've got thirty players. Thirty. It's just absolutely ludicrous. Like I said, some of them signed alone, just just not playing at all. So mm. they had made mistakes. They rushed into it. Zenga, he should have been given more time, but in hindsight, is a, is a daft appointment. Mm. If you're going to appoint him and not give him time, yeah. what's what is the point? Mm. So, but now I think they've started to take a few people out of that decision making process. George Mendes has taken a bit of a step back. Um, Lambert's taken a step forward, whereas Zenga wasn't involved in transfers at all. So they've simplified it a bit. They've gone back to how it was under Kenny, but I think in Lambert they've got to step up. And their, do you think their, Lambert will look at you know the, what it was like say six months ago because they weren't a bad team under under Kenny Jacket? They were. Well, you saw them a few times. They just yeah. need, they needed a goal scorer and a bit of quality added to to a young and improving squad. They didn't need the, the radical overhaul no. that, that that they got from a neutral perspective, looking out from the outside in. They just needed a little bit of quality thrown in. But it's a shame that Jordan Graham got injured. Yeah, I think massive he, blow. Was, uh, and shame that Nuadiko was out for so long. And Zyro was still out as well. Zyro yeah. as well. Yeah, you, you came on <coughs> good. So I think you know they didn't need the, the drastic overhaul that they've had, no. and that's had an unsettling effect with the players who aren't getting in the side, and I don't know whether there's pressure to play certain players. But for me, the the you know they've signed the one lad that seven million pound the lad from Cavalero. Cavalero. Yeah. You know that is a lot of money for, for for Wolves. That's a lot of money in the Championship. You know, even in the context of you know the big spending that's going on at the moment. And does he look like a seven million pound player to you, Tim? No, he doesn't. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> on the spot, but no, no, um, no, he doesn't. We've said it before. Yeah. I, I, I think Jed Wallace looks better. We got for three three hundred mm. grand from Portsmouth. Mm. Um, no, he doesn't look like a seven million pound player. But but. I think transfer fees are a bit irrelevant in the world of George Mendes. Yeah. You know, he just he moves his players from one club to another, and we may see in a year's time Wolves sell one of their players for seven million to Benfica mm. or Monaco. You know, all these clubs he's got his fingers in. So yes, yes, the transfer fee looks big, but I don't think I don't think it's as relevant as as some people might think. To be but honest, but do you think Lambert is going to go back to you know Jack Price hasn't got much for looking. Is he fit now? Yeah, he's been, been he's, fit, he's, he's been, been fit, fit for a while. He's been fit. Yeah, and people like Stearman just sat on the bench. Stearman, yeah. I, th- I think he, he, I think he will be bringing these these kind of players back. He'll go in. back to a more sort of traditional English Championship team. Yeah, but then you with... can't have you can't have your eight or nine foreign lads on you know sat in the stands no, every no, week. No, not on that money. So it's it's diff- got a very difficult job in the next couple of months. I really interested to see how he handles it. But he's certainly got the mentality that you mm. know if they're not up to it, they're not in my team. Mm. Yeah. And if he's given the freedom and the authority <laughs> to do what he wants, then I think he'll do a good job. Well, on the back of that, we've got a bit of a, a bit of a quiz, true or false. Oh, here we go. True here or false. Go. So I'm going I'm to give you a, <coughs> five or six statements here, and you've got to say whether you think they're true or false and give you an explanation as to why. How long have you taken to, to come up with this? Uh, this? This months. Months. <laughs> okay, here we go. Wolves finished top eight this year in the championship. True or false? Uh, I've said top ten, so yeah, maybe maybe they'll sneak into top. No, eight. no, no, no. There's, there's no right. I think I think you true. I think true, you're missing the object of the game. True, true or false? Okay. True, These true. are things that somebody has said. This is this is what I'm saying. This I'm, is from I'm the world of making Judah. Okay. Unfortunately, this, this, this is N Judah's right. making up world. Okay, make believe world. So to speak. Just try and go with it. Try true and go or with false? It, Keith. Okay. <laughs> so you think true? Yes. Keith. Oh, you're asking me as well. Yeah, uh, what was yeah. Top eight. No. False. 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 Okay. False. Okay. Paul Lambert will still be manager at the end of the season. Yeah, true. Yeah, true as well. True. Yeah. Okay. Even Cavalero, Prince Onyege, and Zhao Teixeira will all still be Wolves players at the end of the season. Well, Teixeira's on loan, so he's going back. So. Uh, well, I mean, coming to the last game. But <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to have a clear out potentially. <coughs> one of those three, someone who could, who, who you could see leaving before the end of the season. I can't see him getting rid of these. A lot of these players in January, to be honest. No. Um, I would say they'll all be there. The, those three will still be there at the end of the season. But I do think you'll send a couple of loanees back in January. I think Ola John will be gone, mm. for example. Keith, I'll start with you. Nua Dicko to score 10 championship goals oh. this season. Yes, I think he's a great player. 10 yeah. goals, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, him a, give him a run. And when I've seen him play since he's come back from injury, 
he looks like he's just lacking sharpness, nothing more. It doesn't look mm. like the injury has massively affected him. He just needs a run in the team and get his match sharpness back. I think he's a great player. He'll, he'll bag. I had a great chat with a physio last week. We're now allowed to speak about injuries again. Yeah. This is something that Zenga yeah. stopped. <laughs> so I got in there, back, back, went back to see Phil Hayward again. We had an emotional reunion after, oh. after three months apart. Hugging. And he said that the stats they did with Dicko, he's officially quicker and stronger than he was before his injury. He's, he's added a lot of muscle, obviously, mm. but he's officially quicker and stronger. He needs a goal, though, doesn't he? He needs a goal. Just needs a goal. Just it's, needs it's, it's, it's up, I'm, I'm pointing to my forehead now, which isn't great for a podcast, but it's up here, isn't it? Yeah. That's the problem now. Yeah. He'll, he'll get there. So you say true as well? Yeah. Mike Williamson will start eight times in the league for Wolves this season. Oh, false. I'm sorry, <laughs> no. You can't, you can't see it, no. But we did we did run a story that <coughs> again this is part of the same interview with the physio. He's yeah. due back in training at Christmas, but he's been out since December the first last year with a hamstring strain. It's not like a broken leg where it can heal. You know he had a hamstring a hamstring tendon problem, which the physio says he's never seen in football before. It's a kid, It's normally uh, track and field athletes that get it. It's not it's not the hamstring itself. It's hamstring tendon. It's all very complicated. They tried loads of training. They tried no training. Neither worked. Went for surgery. They're hoping it's worked. But you've got to say it doesn't look good for him. Out of contract at the end of the season, I'm going to have try and have a look. You know, <laughs> don't, don't want to kick Mike while he's down. But I'm going to try and have a look and see if any if any players signed for Wolves and never played for them. Has he not played him. a single game yet? Not, not one since, game since he signed. He, signed. he had five on loan. Then he went back to Newcastle. Then yeah. then they signed him permanently. But I think we were in for him as well around the same time. Yes, I remember. Yeah, we were in for him around the same time, and he and he came in. I think he'd be a decent signing, but. Um, you know, his injury record is not great. He's, he's of a certain age now, isn't he? He's 33 now, yeah. so it's going to take him a while. Yeah, yeah can't see it happening. Can't Unfortunately, very nice guy and a very good footballer, but mm. no. True or false, Keith? Tim Spears will buy a round of drinks before Christmas. Oh, why, 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 do keep, why do you keep bringing this up? False. Why do you keep bringing <laughs> this he, up? Did you even get any of his champagne when he when he won his award? Yes. Not, yes. See, I didn't get any. Not a drop. Oh. 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 So, I, I did sports team. Don't bank on winning that award next year, Tim. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> not that I've made a note. Fix. <laughs> Steve Bull even came in. He said, "Didn't he say he was in the last podcast? You went into Greg's with him, and oh, you took us nice. two steps." <laughs> Steve Bull and two spears in Greg's. It doesn't get much more Wolverhampton than that. <laughs> he took two steps forward. You took two steps back. Or Bully said, "Well, I guess I'm getting these coffees then." Incredible. He fabricated that tale. He got he got really? he got a twenty pound note out of his wallet. He, you, you know, Bully offers to buy you coffee. Yeah. Cheers, Steve. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my hotel expenses from... Why do uh, you keep bringing that up as well? It hasn't come up back yet. The amount of betting tips I've given you in the last few months, oh you, should have, you should have won that money back. Are we allowed to gamble here? <coughs> Are we okay? We can't. I'm sure we can gamble. I'm just, I'm just still concerned. You said the Malmaison. I hope that wasn't a company trip. Because <laughs> you, you got it along. You got, you know, more chance of Spears getting it around and getting the expenses for that. <laughs> um, okay. John Daddy Bodvars, and obviously massive fan favourite... Uh, will he still be at the club for the next three seasons? Yes, yes. He loves it here. I think. I think. True. We're, we're looking for him. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yes. Okay. How old is he? Twenty-four or five. Right, yeah. yeah. Have you seen much of him? He's he's, he's looking well, good. Well, <coughs> the last game I saw was the uh, the derby game the other day on TV. I admit I was oh, on, that's on not, the TV. Yeah, it's not a good. Bright, and so, you know no. when they took him off, I didn't realise he'd been on. TV yeah, with you, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know, I think he could be hit and miss. But we'll see. I mean, he should be good when he gets cold. Yes, you know, when yes. He gets right. cold, nice. Into winter, the, the, the Portuguese be lads the will be Portuguese struggling, but he'll be might, fine. Yeah. Maybe not. But uh, he, he should be all right. I think I think he will. I think he's the kind of player who will, who will be at it. Unless he doesn't sign a contract in his last year and Wolves cash in and you can mm. see him being moved on to some German team or Augsburg mm. or somewhere from whence he came, something mm-hmm. like that. Was it true that that derby game was the first game on pay-per-view in China? No, there's been a few, but there? there okay. probably won't be many more. Yeah. <laughs> that was quite a good game for the neutral. Oh, I well, guess it was. so, yeah. Right. Was um, <coughs> the, what was the previous one that was dire, where they got they got stuffed? There's <laughs> been a few of them. Wolves. This season? Yeah, there was, that, if that was the second one, Tim, what was the first? They haven't really been stuffed this season, no. I don't think they were stuffed by Barnsley at home, was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they lost four 0 out of Boston. Hang on, when, when's this? When's this going out? Is this going out before or after the game at Deepdale? This before, 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 right? Before. So yeah. So when I say you haven't been stuffed yet, right? Okay. You get on. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah. on. Yeah. And the last true or false, Tim Wolves take all three points at Preston. Ah. 
Well, what's funny? I don't know. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. I can't. I can't wait to write this match report. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to like you put the headline on it. <laughs> uh, so that brings us on to Preston. Um, Keith, obviously, very, I mean, I guess the whole watershed moment started last season at Preston with, with Steve Morgan and what we've got to today, oh, isn't it? And the abuse yeah, we've got. Yep. Don't bring that up. Hang on, we're going <laughs> to the Preston game now, yeah? Yeah, we're going to the Preston game now. Well, I haven't brought the papoose. But... Oh, oh my no! God. no! What's going on? What's happening here? What's going on here? This is, I've got, you have to, you have to talk this through This is going to work well on a podcast. This is unreal. Oh, this is disgusting. Oh, oh my oh. goodness, I've got to take a picture of this. I'm taking a picture of this now. This is live. <laughs> Keith Harrison has just pulled on a Preston shirt in the studio. I'm absolutely shocked. We're going Show to take your colours. I'm going to take a selfie now. The way we do it. Take your colours. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. And, I'll try and feel a bit, shall I? Okay. That's classic. That unbelievable. <laughs> incredible. Incredible, that, incredible scenes, but I've got to applaud it as well. Though. I don't care. You know, I am here in the heartland of Wolverhampton Wanderers Wolves. You've got to show your colours and say we're proud. Our nickname is Proud Preston. <coughs> I'll tell you now, I am always proud everywhere in the world to say, yeah, I support Preston North End. There are some days, Tim, when it's great to be a Preston North End. <laughs> You've shocked me into this silence. Do you know, so you know when those days are, Tim? Go on. 365 days. 6-6 <laughs> <laughs> on a leap year. Not, not, not in the 1800s then, the last time you were any decent. Oh, oh. the last time we were any decent. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but it's interesting you mentioned that game last season, Nathan. Mm. That, that we that we didn't get rid of Steve Morgan, but you know the the, uh, the fans, the Wolves fans, allegedly. A game that Wolves were ecstatic to get a draw in, by the way, because they got oh, battered. The referee was an absolute disgrace. Mm. Trevor Kettle, his name yes. lives in infamy. Yes, in I looked him up, and he hasn't been in, he hasn't refereed in the championship this year, and well, he's not right not too. refereeing this uh, this weekend. Let's put way, he's not welcome. He is not welcome. <laughs> Sent two of our players off. We absolutely you know bossed the game. And uh, McDonald's. Well, well, let's, Sorry, let's not rewrite history here. The second half, we absolutely hammered you. In the second we had half. nine men. Mm. Well, yeah, we had nine the, men, <laughs> and we still had the chances. <laughs> and then K Mac, God bless him, K Mac has pinged oh, yeah. one into the top corner. What's interesting about that game, Tim? You might remember. Uh, was that the keeper for North End at the time? I, I picked him out at the time as yeah. I'd said to you tonight, Jordan mm, yep. Pickford, mm. and said this lad will play for England. He's already met the England squad this season, I think, a couple of times. And, you know, he will be an outstanding goalkeeper in the Premiership for years to come. Well, he was very good that day, as you say, because we absolutely hammered you and had loads of shots. So he was man of the match, I think, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought that was like... I don't know what, what, what he's drinking. Can you see that? Now? <laughs> I don't this? know what it's, it is. Yeah, this doesn't work. It looks like... I don't oh, like to ask, God. though. It doesn't look great. It's a strange colour, but I was hoping it wasn't alcoholic. It's just Robinson. I can't guarantee it. Um, big danger, though. I mean, who, who are your danger men this season? Right. This, well, this won't take long, by the way. There are 11. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think, you know, when we look at our team, we don't really have stars. This is our ethos. We mm. don't really have uh, <coughs> big stars in the team. The most, most probably one most people would know would be Jermaine Beckford. Mm. But he is... So uh, he's back. He's fit now, is he? He's fit. He missed, likely to just come off the bench. Missed last season, did he, pretty much? He missed all of last season, yeah. really. He, actually, he played about 10 games, but there were cameos off the bench. He's had a bad injury. His contract's up at the end of the season, um, and he is uh, struggling really now. To, he's just working his way back in. So big fans' favourite, obviously, hat trick at Wembley. Mm. Um, but really, we don't really have any stars. We it's a team team ethic, and uh, the whole team uh, that, that I expect to start on Saturday will cost no more than four hundred thousand. You know, Incredible. that's the entire team. Uh, I was thinking about this in the car on the way, and how many free transfers we've got. A couple of lads who've come through the ranks. Some really sharp buys from Grayson in terms of um, uh, young lads from Premier League teams. So we picked up Callum Robinson from Villa mm. in the summer, which I couldn't believe Villa dropping into the Championship and letting this lad go when he, he'd done well in previous spells in the Championship on loan. Mm -hmm. He's exactly what they needed. England under 20, international. Even if they just you know give him a go and you know and then get rid of him, but they didn't even give him a chance. He's come to us. He's, he's beefed up a bit. You know, you can see him maturing as a player, maturing as a, a physically as well. I think he's going to be an outstanding player. The one that the, the big, big fans' favourite, of course, was Joe Garner mm. uh, at the start of the season. And Joe's now gone to Rangers. D uh, Danny Bart's gutted about that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had two great tussles last year, in all seriousness, didn't they? Yes. It, that was part, uh, Garner got sent off, didn't he, at Deepdale? 
uh, yesterday. Yeah, he did. Yeah, clashed, yeah, clashed with, never with Danny Barr. Off. The ball's dropping over his shoulder. Oh. No way was that ascending off. And then it continued at Molyneux. They were. I, I remember Danny Barr. I think he had a bit of a, a split lip when he came off. And I, I, said, I, said, did, I, yeah. I said, I said, did yeah. you enjoy that? He said, well, no, not really. <laughs> well, Joe Garner is, you know, an absolute, you know, legend, a Preston boy, Preston fan, mm. and you know, we used the talisman for the team. So when we lost him at the start of the season, there was, you know, we were looking around thinking, oh God. And we lost five of the first six, so we were rock bottom, don't forget, at uh, the start of the season. Um, but Grayson's really, the team's really evolved, had to evolve quite quickly. Players who weren't getting a look in at the start of the season are mm. now in the team. And, uh, you know, the, the difference has been dramatic. So um, the, the one of the couple of the, the, the big ones who've stepped up, we have a lad up front called Jordan Hugill. Mm. Um, Jordan, God bless him, the fans absolutely love him. He is just, he is, how can I put this? Not the most technical player mm. in the world. But works hard. But he, he dies for mm. the shirt. He's one of these lads who sort of had a go early on, I think, in Middlesbrough, where he comes from. And uh, he ended up going out to that Glen Hoddle Academy out uh, in yeah. Spain. He got, you know, mm. and then he, he managed to get his short term contracts at Port Vale. Grayson spotted him and thought there's something there. He's played a handful of games the previous season, a few more last season. Mm. And now he's he's 24 and he's he's got a run, and he will just run through a brick wall. I mean, you know, the, the whole team. I think you know, if you summed up our team, it's they will die for the shirt. They will run through brick walls for you. That's the great classic Grayson sort of uh, attribute, and he epitomises that. And if Danny Bart thinks he had a rough go with Joe Garner, well, uh, Jordan is the same cut from the same cloth, except he is sort of two inches wider and two inches taller, and he is a battering ram. So he is the battering ram up top, which we then feed off. And he wears people down, and then I expect him to be taken off after about seventy minutes. So Beckford will come on to, against a tied defence and see if he can if he can do something later on. That's what Wolves missed, don't they? That that team spirit, exactly what someone like Preston have got, or Barnsley, so to speak. Well, and a, a coherent strategy mm. and a coherent and players know where their teammates are going to be on the pitch. I'm mm. sure that you know there's partnerships all over the pitch. Everyone knows who's playing week after week. You know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you had no idea what you were going to get under Walter Zenger from one week to the next, mm-hmm. and the players will tell you exactly the same. So, well, Grayson, watch out for this team because Grayson is very adept at changing formation halfway through the game. If it's not working, <coughs> you know, we might Ooh. change formation I remember two three, or three times. Three six one. You played at Molyneux last year or something like that with uh, what's his name, Adam, Adam Reach, floating yeah, in the yeah, hole, and yeah. that worked very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah scored. Didn't he scored the winner, I believe. Tim scored the winner, I believe. I can't, I can't remember. You can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. But, uh, but I think the other guy who's, who's to watch out for, uh, that's why I was asking about Jack Price before, whether he's likely to play, is a guy called Ben Pearson mm-hmm. in the midfield. We picked him up from Man United, 300,000. So he is a uh, you know our most expensive player at 300 grand. And he is, you know, this season, he's been outstanding for us. And he came in back end of last season, I think last January we signed him. Bit of a stop start, uh, beginning to his career. And people weren't convinced uh, but he was out of the squad entirely for the first game of the season away at Reading, and now he's come into it and he's seized his opportunity and he's just been man of the match week in week out. He's suspended <coughs> for the, the Rotherham game because he he does get stuck in and he can be easily wound up. I shouldn't tell you this, but he can be easily wound up and he gets he's only small. He's sort of a small spiky character and he gets stuck into things which he really shouldn't be getting involved in. But that's young lads, isn't it? Where, where, where does where does Preston's link with Man United come from? Because I remember you had Beckham on loan, and you've had others like Will Keane. It seems that Will Keane, a poor lad I've just poor seen. Poor lad, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. out for a year, and he, for City. Uh, City. But, but, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, it was shocking for us. We, we, you know, he was shocking. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and he, then he walked out and he said he was going to go back to United into the first team. Unlucky. No, yeah, no, no, no. But is, I, it, is, it, is, it, is it kind of an unofficial... I just think because we were up in the northwest, and yeah. I think yeah, yeah. you know Grayson has a reputation for for playing players and bringing players on and, and developing them, and I think um, you know they see us as a, a proper club. You know we're not Blackpool or somebody ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> get that in there. Um, we are we are a proper club, mm. and uh, we're not a travelling circus. Uh, like you know, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> Oh, this is brilliant. What's so, that? What's that Twitter address again? <laughs> so we are, um, you know, we're a proper club, but I think we, you know, some we've had down the years. John Macken, uh, we've had uh, one of the best ones, and again, another good goalkeeper, a guy called Sam Johnston. Keep an eye out. Yes, for, I remember him. Yeah, uh, who is the son <coughs> of uh, Glenn Johnston he used to play for us. Another mm-hmm. Preston boy, but he's just signed a new contract to United, and I can see why he's a good player. Do you remember seeing Beckham? <clears throat> uh, I didn't see Beckham. I mean, he only played four games. Oh, did he? 
He only played four games at the start of the season. At the time, I was working for... He's still got some artwork on it, like he's been there for years, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I have no, no, no. And uh, at the time, I was working for a, a Sunday newspaper, so we had to work on Saturdays. So I didn't get a chance to go and see him. There you go. Wolves, yes. it's not going to be... I mean, it feels like Paul Lambert's been here for ages, Yeah, doesn't it? It's been a long couple of weeks. It's yeah. been a long couple of weeks. It isn't going to be an easy game by any means. And uh, how, how you've, you've had your first one-on-one -on -one with him, I think, this week. Was it? How did that go? Yeah, very well. Yeah, yeah, I like the guy. He's he's refreshed. He's motivated. Um, clearly, you know the, what happened at Villa still rankles with him. But I think it's you know it's right. It's, it's at the full, forefront of his mind. But I think he'll use it as motivation to get mm. back to the Premier League and prove a lot of people wrong. Um, mm. But he's yeah, he's looking happy. He's, he's met all the staff. He's been to Compton Park and Molyneux. He's met everybody. He's he's done the thing with the media, the schmoozing. Um, you know, I, I was schmoozed, um, and uh, <laughs> <The ranks. laughs> yeah. and uh, he met fans as well last week. Interestingly, that's a good tactic. Asked to meet uh, people who write blogs and run websites and do the Expression Star verdicts. Yeah, uh, which people hopefully read every Sunday. So he's, he's picked a few. He's had a chat. Didn't get any who do the Expression Star videos. Didn't get any. Didn't get that call again. Am I just? Am you I don't just get invited. Am anyway, I just invisible? You're not a fan. Are you? Am I just embarrassment or what? You're not a fan. Well, you, I've, be, I've become a fan over the last year and a half. You're a Middlesbrough fan, aren't you? Yeah, of course I'm a massive Middlesbrough fan, but I've got to cope with you for you know at least you know, two and a half hours of every every match. So anyway, just ridiculous. Okay. Right, no, I I'm I'm in, I'm in pretty saying all the right. Well, mind you, Zenga said all the right things. So Correct. It's, it's, but he knows that it's all it's all about proofing the pudding on Saturday. I think Preston's a good start for them. Um, really? In terms of in terms of you know exactly what you're going to get with Preston, and I think Wolves will try and match. Match that kind of style, and he's talking yeah. about being robust and resolute and yeah. hard to beat. I think it'd be a terrible game. And oh, don't I, say that. We've all got. To no, go I, just, there. I, I agree. Know. I agree. I agree. We talked to Tim earlier in the week. Yeah. And he said, "What do you reckon?" And I said that you know Simon's tactic every game is go out, and don't get beat. I don't think Lambert will want to. Clearly, he won't want to get mm. beat. That'd be uh, yep. his, his primary thinking. We're thinking one one. Then are we guys? Yeah. No, I think I think I think it could be the. Remember saying to Tim as well a couple of years back. Uh, first game of the season, Wolves brought five thousand. Oh, that was that was a shocker. That was yeah. the, one of the worst games I've ever seen. It was nil nil, and nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. And it could be the same again, other than the potentially that that we might be a bit more confident. So see, mm. see you get on. Eleven, three points off the playoffs. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, we'll well. I say the thing with us is expectation, and that's that is the difference. You know, if we drop down to fourth or the bottom, mm. the crowd is still with them. We understand. Mm. We look at Grace, and nobody's saying, "Oh God, Grace and out." One or two nutters, but you know the, the tiny minority, mm. and you know because we're saying, look, we know where he's working at. We are, we understand what we are. What's the chant? We know what we are, mm. and we are at we, best. We, we all know what you are, to be honest, Keith. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> careful, we're, we're well aware. careful. We're doing all right so far. Well, we'll Thirty-two minutes to, in, we'll see. At, um, uh, well, I think we're above you in the league. That's right, what we yeah, are. Fair right? enough. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I think. Um, the difference is our resources, so we haven't got those expectations. Mm. The best chance we've got of, of having a push is, you know, the puncher's chance, like, you know, the occasionally you'll get, you know, Burnley or, or God help us, a Blackpool doing it. Mm. But I, I think it's changed that even in the last few years to a degree that, that really that, that becomes more and more difficult for teams mm. who haven't got parachute payments or they haven't got, you know, foreign investment or, or big money behind them. So I think it is difficult. And I think, you know, one of the things that... that I think links Wolverhampton and Preston is that you know they are traditional football towns. The yeah. fans are proper. You know you don't become a Wolves fan to, if you're a Glory hunter. Mm. You know and even less so if you're going to be a Preston fan. There's not much glory to be mm -hmm. had. So I think you know the fans are, the fans are passionate. Uh, in oh, you've got far more numbers than we have because Preston is actually quite a small place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get me started on this one, Tim. But it's, it's a fact. It's a fact. <coughs> Wikipedia doesn't lie, and um, you know. So, so I think you know. There's there's mutual respect. A couple of my mates up there actually uh, is a, a Wolves fans. They've been on with me and the the old men in the past and where we sit. People don't mind, you know. I've actually survived being on the South Bank the one time. Have you? When we won as wow. well. One of the, the remember we had a spell where we won three two for about three years on the drop. Say, Steve Elliott scored. Steve, remember Steve? Yeah, Elliott? I remember that. Remember yeah, that. That was on telly, I think. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it was. It was a uh, very cold. Judah had fitted well on the South Bank, wouldn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking it was about Papoose. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the North End shirt on that day, I can tell you. And I, I was doing my best Wolverhampton accent. <laughs> i tell you what, I'm looking for someone like Helder Costa to produce a bit of a Georgian Dar moment. Does that ring any bells with you, Keith? 
2003, uh, yeah, one of the best goals yeah, I've ever he, seen. He went around about four, didn't he? In, uh, yeah. Pick the ball up, just YouTube it. It's a fantastic goal. Pick the ball up just outside his own box. Ran 70 yards, put wow. in the bottom corner. One of the best goals I've seen in yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. yeah. He was quick. That's about the, um, the only good thing George and Dar did, isn't it, for the <laughs> Oh, bless him. Yeah, yeah. He was, like, you know, not the best. But, you know, you know <coughs> it could be one of those games where, where they're all trying to impress the manager, aren't they? That you mm. get in. Well, he said, he said time for us training's been balls. fantastic. Apparently, yeah. they've been at it. They've, right. Everybody's been lifted. Everyone's got a chance so again, yeah, I guess. I think the, you know, we may get, you know, the new manager bounce. But even said that, Tim, I mean, I saw Wolves earlier in the season and, the, you know, the Villa game was a joke. I mean, mm. the, if they'd have beat the Villa, I think yeah. they should have mm, beat mm, the Villa. Absolutely. The referee was appalling. The yeah. standard of referee, you know, it's difficult to sort of judge any uh, games with any expectation because so much depends on the referees these days. And that, that Villa game, you know, Wolves should have won that all day long. Um, well, and the Derby game. The, and the Derby game, though, the ridiculous. Two penalties in a minute. Ridiculous one given, decisions. one not. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to give one, you've got to give the other. Yeah. And so, you know, the standard of refereeing is appalling. So it could hinge on some sort of mad refereeing decision. Well, I put a tweet out about that after the Derby game saying the standard's been terrible. It got retweeted quite a lot, and other and clubs of other fans noticed it, and they all yeah. agreed. Yeah. This season, ironically, I think a few Championship referees have now gone professional. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> The standard's gone noticeably downhill. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a problem sure. for everybody. Oh, we had a guy, the, possibly the worst guy, even worse than Trevor Kettle, for the Newcastle game. I don't know if you see it. Again, you can YouTube this. Yeah, seen, yeah. The, the, the penalty that he turns down on Beckford in the last minute of injury time was just the worst decision I've mm. ever seen. And, you know, he, he, Beckford probably hasn't landed now. He kicked him that hard. And, uh, you know, so it could hinge on, on something like that. But... It depends. It's a bad time for us to be playing Wolves. I'd much rather be playing them, you know, with the dog end of the Zenga days. The Zenga but days, yeah. Even then, look, you know, they went away to Newcastle and they yep. won. They went yep. down to Birmingham and yep. they won. Yep. You know, you just never knew what you were going to get, I suppose, exactly. do you? Yeah. At Preston, home against Chef Wednesday. At QPR, home against Fulham. What, what's that What's that like for his first four games? I'm um, looking forward to the Wednesday game. Mm. Half price tickets. Nice. Bully and Tomo's 30th anniversary game. Lambert's first home game. Mm. They're, they're a bit inconsistent this year. QPR. Don't know what you're going to get, do you? God knows what you're going to get with yeah, them Ian and Holloway. Holloway. And then what was the one after that? Home against Fulham. Yeah, I think I think it's a good. I think it's a good. Not re- terrible, is it? But you know, there are no there are no easy games mm. in Championship. Mm. It's an old cliche, but it's true. It's funny, Bully when he came on last uh, last show said that he still expects Wolves to get to the playoffs, which I don't know whether that was that was. A little bit of him coming through with, you know, his Wolves ties and stuff. Whether he actually no, no, no. Sense, do you know? No, he, he's, he's very grounded with his Wolves opinions, and he's, he won't just be saying it for the sake of it. I was shocked. Personally, about I think, as, well, they're nine points off at the moment, but mm. obviously, obviously, that is possible. But I think the division's too competitive, and it's it's too too high quality mm. this year. I don't think I don't think they'll get in the playoffs. Who do you think will do? <sighs> well, Newcastle are going to run away with it. I think Villa will get in there. Norwich. Norwich. I we'll think they'll get it together. Personally, um, I mean, obviously, well, Brighton. I don't, know. I don't know about Norwich. Although they're, they're getting the playoffs. I think them and Brighton will have a bit of a ding dong for that second spot. No, um, I think Bri- I think Brighton. Are, I think Brighton will go up. I think yeah, I think Brighton will go you second. Do. Yeah, I, Norwich have fallen away recently. <coughs> I think Norwich because uh, um, when I went down there the other week, when we beat them, by the way, when no, we beat them, I'll just no. just get that in. Same up there. We were talking at the pub to some Norwich fans, and there's a lot of ill feeling towards Alex Neil. Yeah, and I don't get it. Really? Yeah, well, I spoke, I spoke to some yeah. be- before before we hired Lambert, and they said, you know what, we- we'll have Lambert back tomorrow yeah. in place of Neil. I don't really don't really That's get it. I think tactically, they they were they were sort of groaning about things that he was doing, the substitutions they were booing, mm. you know. So I think you know he's on could be on borrowed time there if he's not careful. Yeah. Tim, how are the stats looking this week? I know we had a couple of tweets in from our international friends. Oh, right, listening yeah. In the, uh, right, listening yeah, yeah. from afar. C- can I just offer an, an apology? Go on. The, I think this is the first podcast apology. Keith, you, 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 you weren't like this at all, actually. Last week, we had a list produced by myself of people where they're listening from. Oh, no. right, you yeah. can look on, you know, oh, where, where, no. it's, where it's hosted on SoundCloud. Nice. Oh, no. Where they, we had five, five in New York. Yeah. Where, what, what I think it, I know one of them. Hi, hi Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> one in uh, one in Malaysia, you know, and all, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, we had I think we had six from Clitheroe. All right. Now I'll be honest, I haven't heard of Clitheroe. Oh, I don't know God. where it is, but Judah here oh. chimed in. No, I said oh, Clitheroe is in Ireland, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, after, after googling it afterwards, it's, and Keith will obviously know it's in Lancashire. Lancashire, yeah. So, can you can you apologise, Julie, um, to the people of Clitheroe? Unreserved the, the good people of Clitheroe. Apologies, and also when I said Hounslow's in Essex, and it's not in Essex either. 
Um, I had someone tweet me in on that as well. Right, okay. So it's not <coughs> it's not it's in Middlesex, so yeah. But we had a couple of people get in touch, including someone from Denmark. Oh, Denmark. Uh, uh, go on, go on. It wasn't Stolbacken, was it? Was it? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Stolbacken yeah, from got, Copenhagen. He just put ha ha ha. A guy called Graham. He's he's living now in Aarhus. Aarhus. In Aarhus. 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 Yeah. Aarhus. Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of our street. Go on, carry on. Uh, and someone in Sunderland as well, Ian Davis. Uh, well, Sunderland's not exotic. Sunderland? You've gone from New York to Copenhagen to, oh yeah, and Sunderland. No, we, really? had a, we had a look at all the British cities as well, so, you know. But but please, get in touch. Mm. Get in touch. Um, get oh. in touch if you're from Holmfirth. Holmfirth, which is in um, Yorkshire, isn't it? I don't tell me if that's in Lancashire. <laughs> that's in Lancashire. Going, I'm going to die. Next apology, next, uh, <laughs> next week. Could be Cumbria, yeah. Uh, we had a few from Fremont. Oh, nice. That's, USA. That's in America. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's CA. Yeah, California. California. Ca- exactly. Wow. Just what wow. I was about to say. Wow. Uh, Fairham <laughs> as well. Hampshire. Hampshire. Good, uh, good. Five people listened in Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Florida. Thank Florida, you very baby. much for yeah. that. And then a few, we had a few random countries this week. I noticed this last week, but didn't mention it. We've had a few listens on the Alland Islands. It's probably Ireland. It's A. Uh, let's a see how you're spelling it, Tim. Well, it's yeah. not printed off there. It's, it's A. Um, Given that it's got the, the, yes. the symbol, I, w- I would suggest that's somewhere like Norway. Yes. Well, we'll have a proper look at that. But if you are listening, please get in touch. Yeah. Uh, we've got one. We are we are very big in Mongolia. Massive in Mongolia. Massive in Mongolia. That's the Wolves connection what, taking one off. One person's been listening to us in Mongolia. In fact, in fact, in Mongolia, I've got some stats on Mongolia. <coughs> now you say it. Have you? Because we're going to have because we're going to we're going to do a little bit of a country debrief each week of, of, of a crazy crazy country that's listening to us. So we are massive in Mongolia. So. Keith Harrison, did you know that that Mongolia is a landlocked sovereign state in East Asia? That it's the 18th largest country in the world. Is it? Yes. The country is subject to occasionally harsh climatic conditions known as Zud. And the average temperature in Ulaanbaatar, which is the capital city, is minus 1.3, making it the world's coldest capital city. That's good knowledge. That's good knowledge. Good how knowledge. long is this podcast? And, and how do you expect... Is this, if you've run out of material now, so football <laughs> material, so you're just throwing this in. This is like become like geography.com, boys. This is not going to get us that new readers and new listeners. We well, say that, but... Ask me, ask me some more we questions We have had someone from, from Japan listening this week, but, which they weren't last week. So we, 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 are, we are international. The Express Star... Yeah. Express and Stars, you'll, you'll be delighted to know it's yeah. gone international. The Express and Stars always been international. Well, just we've gone into Mongolia now as well. So. <laughs> and Sunderland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <coughs> Game show time. Oh. Family Fortunes last week. This week. Are you ready for this? Can you identify the tune? Because this is what we are going to go for this week. Yes, I'll get it. Come on. Okay. Come on, Keith, you got this. Come on, it's close. You've got seven seconds left of this. Play your cards right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you were waving your, your oh, iPhone around no. there and I looked up at the screen and it says, play your cards right, yeah. Oh yeah. dear. Finish off, finish off with it. Oh yeah, it's play your cards right time. ENS football style. Timothy Spears, Keith Harrison, here we go. So. Are you are you familiar with the with the setup of? Um, it's the job you were born to do. This right. one. This is your inner Nickelodeon. Nice to see you. To see you. Oh, oh goodness. Okay. So you're each going to have a go at the board. Five cards, higher or lower. I'm going to give you a stat, and obviously there's a number that's attributed to that. You've got to go higher or lower. It's okay. very easy. All right. Okay. So who wants to start first? If it's a tie, one game all, we'll go to a decider. All right, pressure's on this. Can we can we have a bet on this? Maybe a, a cheeky coffee or a bit of champagne or well, Greg's crack. coffee. The, the, the Greg's well, the, coffee. The coffee machine's free now, so yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah we'll yeah, say coffee. Yeah. coffee then, all yeah. the way around to the editorial as well. Yeah, we won't get into that actually. No, sore story. Okay, um, who's going to go first? Uh, the editor will go first. Okay, yes, Keith Harrison. Okay, we're going to start off with. So I'm going to give you the first one. Five on the board. If you get it wrong, this goes over to Mr. Spears to right. steal. Okay. So I'm going to give you NASA Chadley goals. We're going to start with a four. So four is on the board. NASA Chadley? Yeah, he's got four goals this season. This is Cup of <coughs> the League. Yeah. So higher or lower, Heldert Costa assists this Ooh, season. Oh, good one. Good Heldert one. Costa assists this season, higher or lower than four. We need a, we need a we need, sort of glamorous assistant a, turning a, the cards a, a, over. A dishy dolly. Yeah, we do. This is, uh, great, this is great for broadcast, by the way, rather than... <laughs> I would say... Higher or lower than four. 
This being a Wolverhampton studio, I would say higher. You'd be wrong. Oh, no. You'd be wrong. Heldercosta oh, assists is two. Oh. It goes over to Tim Smith. Tim, would you like to change your card from a two? Or are you going to keep your card? No, I'll keep that. That's quite okay, low. Okay. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> Joe, Joe Edwards, yellow cards. Higher or lower? Joe Edwards. Yeah, no, Joe Edwards. No, oh, no, come just, on. Oh, sorry. Show some love and knowledge. I don't look below the championship. So. Oh, oh wow. damn. Well, you, you might do next I was going to say, set him up well for that. Joe Edwards, yellow cards, higher or lower than two? Higher. Correct, three. Jordan Ayew assists. Ooh. Higher or lower than three? Oh. I'll say higher. Higher it is, yes. four. Yes, you're yes. almost there. If you go starting off at three, it's starting with the number, so it's easier for it. <coughs> you could get this, you could get this. Okay, so you're, so you're on four now. Andy Lonergan appearances. Ooh. Higher or lower than four? Uh, all competitions. All competitions. Five. Five, is it is five, yeah. it is five. One to go. One to go for the win. What do I win? Um, it's going to be... Well, you got your Burger King last time, didn't you? Yeah. Burger King for two wins. Still waiting Can I just say, the answers so far have been two, three, four and five. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've no idea what the answer might be, Nathan. <laughs> go on, let's have it. Saido Berahino total shots Six. this season. <laughs> higher or lower? I'll say higher. It is higher. Is it six by any chance? <laughs> it's eight. <laughs> okay, oh, one dear. zero, one zero. Okay, so, so Tim stole and, and got it on. The, got it on. So you're one nil up. Okay, game number two. You're gonna start us off. Okay. All okay. Right. I'm gonna start with Pierluigi Gallini clean sheets, which is four. Ooh. Okay. Joe Mason goals this season. Higher or lower than four? Lower. That's three, I believe. Correct. It is three. James McLean assists, higher or lower than three? Ooh. I'll say lower. It is lower. Ah, excellent. Excellent. Keep, <laughs> keep them coming. It's two. <laughs> Zhao Teixeira goals. Ooh. Higher or lower? Ooh. I would have said two, actually. Yeah. I would have said yeah. two. But, yeah. But you're going to make me go higher or lower? Higher or lower? Yeah. Uh, I'll go higher. It wasn't. It was two. Oh. Uh, looking, <laughs> we had a duplicate card. It goes over to Keith Harrison. So I was right, but I can't. I can't be right. No, no you were looking. No. This, this is really stuck to your guns. You change. You change. No, but the question is higher or higher or lower. Aaron, Aaron uh, Shibola assists higher or lower than two this season. Keith Harrison, don't don't mess up. Don't mess up. Higher or lower. I was looking at you for a clue there, Nathan. Who? Aaron Shibola assists. <laughs> yeah, who is that? Uh, Aston Villa, come on. I won't give you a clue, but he's played very little this season. I'm going to say lower. It is lower. It's zero. It is, it, is, it is zero. And for the win, to, to level Ooh. this up at one all, high or lower, Wolves' current league goal difference. Good, very good. or lower than zero. For the win, Keith Harrison. Wolves' current league goal difference are on zero, higher or lower than zero? Higher. It's wrong! Oh! <laughs> I was tense. That was very tense. Oh. Minus two. <coughs> I can't believe it. No need for a decider. Spears oh. wins again. Two in a Family row. fortunes. Who would have thought the Wolves correspondent would win a competition based on Wolves questions? <laughs> uh, and, you know, I've got some Wolves in there. There's I noticed there were no Preston there. questions in, boys. You've, you've lured me in on false pretenses. <laughs> What do you win? What do you win? What can we give you? I'll get a free coffee, don't I? To go with my burger. Yeah, you can have a free coffee out the free coffee machine. Excellent. <laughs> okay. A pine pea shop supper. Maybe I like that. I'm liking the game show. Yeah, thing. yeah, game show. We like it. So we're going to finish off now. Coming to the end of the podcast, uh, some predictions for this weekend with all our local clubs. We'll start on Friday night. Brighton, second in the table versus Aston Villa. Mm. Steve Bruce's Aston Villa, who are 14th, but obviously... That is a false position. I think we all agree with that. So Brighton um, at the Amex, Aston Villa will go with Keith Harrison to start. Score prediction, please. I think seeing as Villa have spent, you know, tens of millions, they'll probably equal what my boys achieved for 350 grand, a 2-2 draw. A <laughs> 2-2 two, two draw? Was it a 2-2 two, two draw away? We got a 2-2 two, two draw <coughs> at their place, yeah. I think that might cost me actually my betting. It did cost me as well, week. and I was good. <laughs> I'll take it, I'll take it. Tim? I think it's ridiculous that they're playing on a Friday night, by the way, after an international break. Everybody loves a Brighton away trip on a Friday night. But it's just ludicrous, you know. Yeah. Disgusting. Lambert was saying yesterday he's waiting for four players to come back on Thursday. 
Mm. So I'm sure Brighton and Villa will be in a similar situation. But anyway, uh, Brighton the best team I've I've seen so far this season. I think they'll I think they'll win two one. Really? They're in great form. Just, yeah. They're a horrible team to watch, Brian. They're, they're yeah. one of the biggest diving teams that I've seen for yeah, years. Yeah, Knockout does a, the likes of Terrible that, divers. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 1 1 draw. Uh, Saturday, Walsall, Gilligan, Walsall, bit of a resurgence. Uh, four points off the playoffs now, even though they're only 14th, but four points off the playoffs against the Jills, 17th in the table. Tim Spears, Walsall, Gillingham uh, at I, the Bankses. Home home win, I think. They're, Walsall are doing really well mm-hmm. recently. Great Turned it around after that table, shocking yeah. Scunthorpe defeat, yeah? Yeah, I think they'll win 1-0. 1-0. Keith? 2-1 Walsall. 2-1 Walsall. I'm going to go 2-0 Walsall. So everyone on board with that one. We'll leave the big one to last. So Monday Night Football, the classic Monday Night Football. Absolute can't wait for this one. Thriller at the Hawthorns, West Brom Burnley. <laughs> I'm excited to go to that with Matt Wilson. <coughs> Keith Harrison, West Brom, the Baggies come off a magnificent win at Leicester City against the Champions. Apparently they're going to be maybe their lowest Premier League crowd. They're the lowest TV audience Burnley as well. I think. They're, they're like, you know, actually, I shouldn't, I shouldn't really get into Burnley because they they are Blackburn's rivals and I, I, I don't really have any beef with, with Burnley and some North End fans do, but um, I would think that, you know, it would be a thriller. It would be an absolute classic. Uh, it's got nil-nil written all over it, I'm afraid. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why so it's going to be a low crowd. <laughs> oh dear, nil-nil. I was just going to say that, but yeah, I'll go for one all. Yeah, one more. And I'm going to say I'll be a nickel win. Um, West Brom one nil, but it's not going to be. It's not going to be good. Burnley ninth, by the way. Great effort again. Yeah, fantastic. Fair play to them. Fair play to them. Right now we've got this small game at Deepdale on Saturday afternoon. I'll be there. Spears, you'll be there. Mr. Harrison, you will be there as well with that shirt on, long sleeved. Uh, getting a bit nippy now. Nippy up there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be, um, I'll be a gilet for you this weekend. Gilet. I don't own a gilet. Preston North End, Wolves. Um, Mr. Keith Harrison, Preston North End, Wolverhampton Wanderers. What's the score? My head says Wolves should win it easily with their resources and the multi-million pounds players <laughs> that they have. Uh, but my heart says we will out-battle you to a 2-1 win. Two, one win. So Preston North End two, Wolverhampton Wanderers one. Timothy Spears. I mean, my head says you know Preston with their great history. You know, one of English football's greatest clubs in the Victorian age and all that kind of stuff. Uh, They should win, but no, I I think we won all. Yeah, one one. Yeah, I'm gonna go for Wolves one, Preston two. Oh, good call. Preston, I think that Preston might might nick it actually, and I think they'll get back onto winning ways against Sheffield Wednesday (coughs) at home. Thank you very much, Keith. No worries. Absolute it's, it's pleasure. It's been a blast. Has it been emotional? Not really. <laughs> it's, there's been a certain emotion, but I can't say what that is. <laughs> we'll save the tears till uh, till Saturday afternoon. I'm not on it next week. I'm I'm on holiday after Monday Night Football. Again? Again. Yeah, where are you going now? Um, where am I going? Oh, Thanksgiving with the missus, so I'm going to Seattle. Oh, Marine just popping the, uh... off to Seattle, you know. <laughs> all, these, all these people listening from far, it's just Judah. So we've been on so many holidays the last few months. Incredible. Yeah, Seattle doing the marathon there next Saturday or Sunday. Oh, he's, he's doubled it up now. Not only am I going there, I'm doing the marathon. Just to, to, just to make me and Tim feel bad. <laughs> flying to Vegas on the night, but we won't get into that. Um, Tim, you're going to host it next week for me? Am I? Yeah, <laughs> so you are now. Is that the offer, is it? Well, yeah. Tim, if you want me back next week, uh, I'll, I'll give you the answer on the Saturday <laughs> uh, Good luck to everyone this weekend, guys. Hope we all got a win. Um, for me, Tim and Keith, have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.